Oh, it was a big week of footy, Richo, but it was an even bigger week for influencers. It wasn't, wasn't a it? good week for because them, was it? Uh, they've lost their likes on Instagram, Brandon. That's no good. They and don't have the likes and anymore. And it's actually ruined their lives, if you look at it, hasn't it? The, well, some of the big global uh, superstar it, influencers. It's, they, how they earn, it's how they earn a crust. And they haven't been able to handle it, have they? Not at all. So Because basically what happens is, I mean, But they'll those, still be able to see their own likes, but you just yeah, can't see. Yeah, but other see. people can't. Other yeah, people, but, but I think it's a monetary thing for um, Instagram because they take away all the likes, right. all of a sudden – um, they have to go through Instagram for people to like their products. Right. So then Instagram will get a cut. Say if they say if they earn, you know, twenty thousand dollars per yep. you know post, post yep. then Instagram now it's earn only money a, out of that. It's only a trial. It is a trial. Yeah. Who who would it affect the most? Who are the big dogs in the AFL? The biggest influence yep. in the uh, AFL. Well, I think Buddy would be number one, wouldn't he, Brownie? I, I think reckon. he would be. Yeah. You know the biggest one of the biggest influences in Australia is Beck Judd though. Beck Judd. Yeah. Well, well, Juddy's, well, Juddy's coming up the ranks as well. Yeah. He's nah, starting to do a we little Not Christian. so much. I think she, he, he's dwarfed by right. how big she right. is and the reach she's got with so female audiences. So she earn a good quid out of it? She yeah? does. Right. How she about – The other one would be Dusty. Or Dusty. Him. No, he doesn't post a lot, but when he does, she gets – he gets he can get 10,000 likes yeah. in five or six minutes. Well, no, is, is there anyone else? Well, there's an, there's an up-and-coming influencer hummer in the AFL circles oh. in it. It I might posted be, one tweet. It might, it, might, it might be our man here. No, you've really stepped up for the plate, haven't I you? I had one tweet. I don't tweet a lot and I don't put a lot on Instagram. In fact, since our journey overseas to yeah. Kokoda in yeah. October, yeah. I think I've only posted four times in right. Instagram. So that's one, one every second. But month. when you do, you have a big, you have a big reach. There's a big following, Matthew. And Did there's a lot of people engage in it. Did you see his tweet? The one I'm talking about is there was a lot of uh, uproar about Xavier Dersmer and his yep. uh, his bow and arrow that he yep. did at the MCG. And, and you, I liked it. You liked it. I liked it. And gee, didn't you get oh, some likes? I did <laughs> get some likes. A lot of people. It was an easy crowd, the, uh, the Port Adelaide crowd. There's a few Adelaide people who gave me a bit of backlash. Yep. But I, I just think that we're in a day and age where he's a young kid right? yep. and he's enjoying his footy. What better way to kick a good goal at the MCG? And if he wants to do a celebration – we're not living in the 70s and 80s where men were tough, women uh, stayed at home, looked after the kids. That's gone. There's a gone a time What's where- What's that got to do with Xavier well, I, just, I just think we're still living <laughs> in, a, in a prehistoric age, some people, when it comes where- to that stuff. Bit old school. Don't right? don't show emotion. Don't do this because you know you're losing. Or why don't we batter people down yeah. and don't, don't no, I'm with them, you. Don't let them grow. Don't let them be a peacock. You got to be a peacock every yeah, now and again. I agree with you. I, I don't have any issue with players celebrating goals. Geez, you're really taking straight to this influencer lifestyle oh, he loves because it. They, they get very preachy. Well, now see, as well. see, because he got a few <laughs> likes, he, he thinks that his word is. Oh, <laughs> well, how about from this this weekend? One point three thousand. I'll choose one from this weekend. All right, and I'll okay. try and do something to replicate it. Okay, right. I want to see if you can get more likes than you got with your Xavier Dursman. Oh, well, that's a good tweet. challenge. 1.3 right. thousand. That okay. is a good going. So if you get one, over 1.3, right. you, you will prove you're one of the up-and-coming influencers. <laughs> but we did start at the top. It was a big week as footy, not it just for, for the influencers. Clarkson against the Cats. You just knew he, it was going to happen, didn't you? The Cats have been struggling a little bit. And Hawthorne, he, he's the one coach who doesn't put a line through the finals. The whole season, he's been saying we can still play finals. We're not yeah. in rebuild mode. It was a great coach. They looked coaching. gone five weeks ago, didn't they? Yeah. He's brilliant. Great and Geelong are in a big flat patch. Yeah. I think it's – Did he get out coached, Chris Scott, on the weekend? 
Was it about coaching or was it just that they're out of form? Uh, a little bit of both. I thought that Clarkson set the game up well. You know yeah. what I was? I was actually at the game live and I was on the fence because my daughter was playing in the Little League. Yeah. She you, enjoy you it? cannot see anything from the front row from the fence. So I've got yeah. no idea why coaches go down and coach yeah. from the ground level. I think it's more to talk to them. I yeah. say come off. It is so it? hard to see what's going on on the other side of the ground. Yeah. And then when I went back up a little bit and stood in the, uh, sat in the stands, you so can was see it, so much more. So was it about their defence? Was it a Clarkson defensive setup? That yeah, they just done? choked them. They yeah. choked them and didn't allow Geelong the space. The only person that looked like breaking the game over was Dangerfield. Yeah. Didn't have a lot of support. Um, Duncan was okay, but Duncan doesn't mm. hurt you as much as what Dangerfield does. Kelly was a bit flat. Um, and Selwood, he's in that little mode where he chips it 10 or 15 metres at the moment. He's not hurting yeah, right. uh, the opposition at the moment. Tim Kelly, yeah, he's a little bit flat. What about the other footy issue of the week? boys was uh, Ross Lyon. Yeah. And what uh, two weeks ago, Ross Lyon said, I'm happy at Fremantle. We're rebuilding. I'm contracted next year. I will be here next year, but it won't go away. Now, this is a few rumours about St Kilda, no doubt. He's the great deflector, Ross Lyon. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be surprised if, if St Kilda he... had him back. <laughs> no, they they didn't leave so. on great terms. Um, and to have him back there would be a bit of a who's, risk. Who's, who's, going to, who's your tip for St Kilda? I think, I think Brett Ratton is a champ. I mean, they got him there last year knowing full well that it was the last year of Alan Richardson's contract. He's coached before. He said that he's wanting to coach again. So if he does well in the next month, I think it's his to lose, a bit like Reece Shaw. Hey, we spoke about, I know when, I think it was when Brad Scott left and the Kangaroos won their first game afterwards, we spoke that the numbers didn't actually agree with the fact that Sides win mm. after each after they get no, they after they coach. It's happened all three times this yeah. year. I think it was one of eleven yeah. leading into these three. So it's three this times year. this year. What? What? I thought the dogs. Clarkson thought, put it well together quite well. He just said, that, you know, the players sort of take it on themselves. They probably feel that they've let the coach you, down a little bit. You know what I reckon it is now. I, I just think that the players are so stifled now in the way that they play that the week that the shackles actually mm. do come off, and they literally do come off when you replace a coach. It actually just shows you how how much they are stifled. Yeah, it frees up the mind. So I think um, I think it was always going to happen on the weekend. Couldn't believe it at about the fifteen minute mark. I looked at the scores. I was up in Alice Springs, and the Saints were six goals to one. And you thought it's happened again. It's unbelievable. It's we're up to round eighteen now. I think it is time that we can say. We, the coach of the year? Yeah, Chris Fagan. Chris Fagan. Chris Fagan for me, for where yeah. they've come from and where they are. Early part of the season, I would have thought that Chris Scott getting mm. Geelong where they were yeah. and they're the clear favourites, I think. But in the last six weeks, I think Chris Fagan's taken over. Yeah, and he, he's, he's doing it really well up at Brisbane. He, he heard Mitch Robinson speaking um, yesterday about Mick Moldhouse and the fact he, he didn't have that teaching background. And that's one thing Chris Fagan does have, and he goes down on the bench and he, he's teaching his players through the game. Apparently during the week, he just gives it to the assistant coaches, totally over to them. So he's doing it really well, I reckon. I think he's definitely coach of the year. I'll tell you, I was up in Brisbane, yep. and I reckon recruiter of the year nearly has to be Jared Lyons. How, how have two clubs let him go? Mm. It's unbelievable. No, he's flying, isn't he? Yeah. Now, there is there was an injury that occurred in the North Melbourne game, controversial game. We're speaking of that game up in Brisbane or where it was. Where was mm. it? It was in Brisbane. Oh, yeah, I'm shenagging. That has got to be, like, as a man, you hear that, and I'm sure women do as well. They hear that injury and you just can't help but instantly get that that sick yeah. feeling. So Scotty Thompson ruptured his testicle. He played the game. He played out. out. It's extraordinary, isn't it? Yeah. I was up there and when he came off uh, onto the boundary, I had no idea that he was dealing <laughs> with what he was dealing with. He was running up and down the boundary and I just thought he's a little bit winded. 
and he's going to go back on, which he did, and he went back on and took that mark, yeah. which was disallowed. But apparently she blew up after the game. There's oh. uh, a guy I played with at the Bulldogs, Stephen Crediuk. Um, he split the no man's land part in between the old fella and, oh, no. and your, well, during the and game. Your backside. Yeah, and split, had to get six stitches starting oh. at his um, oh, yeah. at that part. I know what at, you're saying. Yeah, six stitches. <laughs> the weirdest, that hurts, doesn't it? Uh, the weirdest injury I reckon I saw uh, at Richmond in my time, it wasn't uh, on the ground, but it was during the week. Remember were you when Brad Ottens jumped off the ladder? No. He was at home. He was uh, cleaning his gutters out at home. Yep. And he was up on a ladder and he got halfway down the ladder and he just thought he'd, he'd jump down. Jumped down straight onto a garden stake, which oh. was sitting in the ground. <laughs> Spiked oh. himself up up through near no that man's land. I remember once um, <sighs> I took a girl on a date to um, the botanical gardens. So right. set the whole thing up, had the blanket. All sorts of stuff. Can I was you imagine it? Yeah, I know. Especially given – imagine Brandy's first date chat. Given this, girl, was, this, girl was quite, this girl was quite fit. Right? There's some so, moments of silence on the rug. This girl was quite fit. She she did Taekwondo and um, yeah, in ripping Nick and, and strong, probably stronger than me. Right. So I decided to be impressive because she was telling him what she can do and, uh, and push-ups and all that sort of stuff. She was doing push-ups on the rug. She, <laughs> she knew a one-arm one push-up. So I said, I can do that. Not a problem. I can do that. <laughs> so I've done a one-arm push-up. And I felt my groin click, and I was sort of, and I'm trying to keep going. And the more I did it, the worse it got. And I thought, at training tomorrow, this is going to be horrendous. So I got to training. I was hoping it was just some sort of nick, and I'd get through it. But couldn't run, couldn't run, couldn't play. We're playing a practice game so the you next week. The game because pre season or one arm push. Was pre season. <laughs> And I missed a preseason game because of that. Came back the next week and then did it again. <laughs> so I didn't tell anybody, but I just said the, I did it in the game. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I didn't know that. No. That's that, was the, that was the. Um, what do you think of Mac Horton before? We oh, you got to get around him. Do you? Don't you? I yeah. think so. Yep. We yeah, well, it's magnificent. He, he was an angry roid rage. Is the big fella, the big Chinese fella, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. He, he was angry. Well, has he been? He hasn't actually tested positive, though, has he? In the past, he has. He has, yeah. and he was go- – well, you'd imagine is given that he grasped the vial of blood out of the drug testers' hands and smashed it yeah. with a hammer, you'd think <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> that's more guilty than the test being positive, isn't it? Yeah. We've, we've got a mate who once didn't want his missus to look in his phones, so he snapped the SIM card. <laughs> Don't. He took the SIM card out and snapped it. That's but just, I'm not doing anything. That's uh, that's guilty, isn't it? What, what would you? He pro- smashed the vial. <laughs> what did he? What would you protest against in the AFL? In the AFL, yeah. I was talking about in just general life. When right. you come up to a, a traffic light, right, and it's red, yep. but there's nothing coming to the right. Like in America, you should He's be able to go left. left. Yep. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yep. That I, makes I reckon sense. we should protest about that. I reckon in the AFL, there should be a mass protest about coming off after you kick a goal. Yes. I, don't care. I don't care, yeah. and all of the modern-day fitness people will say it's about rotations, it's a good chance to get off. I don't care. Yeah. If you kick a goal as a player, and people will be saying now I'm old school, if you kick a goal, you're feeling good, aren't you? Yeah. Why the hell would you want to come off the ground? Yeah, It should exactly. be a protest for Mine, that. barbecue sauce needs to be more readily available It's when you buy hot food. You just don't ever see barbecue <laughs> sauce. Yes, you, do. you see it's tomato strange, sauce everywhere, but not barbecue sauce. All of these new smokehouses would have barbecue mm. yeah, sauce. Yeah, but I, if I go to a footy canter, I watch a lot of local right. footy now. That so you I'm like, barbecue, I like barbecue, barbecue sauce on a hot dog? Uh, yeah, I mean, the I sausage at Bunnings, do they have barbecue sauce at Bunnings? No, they don't. No. Yeah, that's mm. not a bad point. Yeah. No. They have wholemeal bread down there now too, yeah, which I think is tough. They've probably got tofu sausages as well, do they? Yeah. Not big on tofu. Never really had it, never want to. 
Don't, don't appreciate anybody who no, does. No, it's no good. It's got no taste. No, no. it's just like eating rubber. <laughs> what would you be a vegetarian? I, I've, I've oh, never no, I understood that. I, I can see I why if you are uh, for health reasons, but I don't understand that. Well, it's, 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 but it's, the old hunter and gatherer, back in the day, they ate the live. plant and they killed that's the animal. That's how we live. No, if we go back to this. Oh, just, you're a veggie now. You've moved yeah. out to Brun, um, Brunswick, have you? There's a lot of reasons. Oh, north, yeah. There's north a lot of, of reasons why you would be oh, a vegetarian. There'd be a lot of north. There'd be a lot of you vegetarian. Grow a beard, <laughs> you know, you have and toast, are you? You deconstructed latte. I, to- I told you you can get um, soy lattes in avocado skins. You have changed. You know that, that is a disgrace. An avocado you used to be rock and roll. <laughs> you used to live in Elwood. You used to wear a flannelette shirt. He's showering up now. He's probably doing your top button all the way up, are you? I actually live in the tofu belt now. You do? Northgate, Preston Coburg, the tofu belt. You've lost your testicles. Burning questions. Well, you know earlier this year, boys, that I brought up the burning question about plain etiquette. Yeah. Now, there's a few things, and – these aren't set in stone, but I think when you get on a plane, I mentioned the red eye home from Perth earlier this year where the guy behind me had the light yeah, on the whole flight. That's a joke. You're on the red eye. Everyone yeah. else around you is trying to sleep. He had his light on. He was. Uh, he had his seat back, pushing back into the person behind mm. him. He was talking loudly at 3 o'clock in the morning on a red eye flight. Yeah, that's bad. And, and he was drunk. They're now, the people you just whisper to the air hostess that he's been talking about maybe he had a bomb on him. No, you don't do that. Get a plane, Hummer. <laughs> that's just ridiculous. <laughs> but so you do, then he gets you in trouble. You went to a private school, and that's what yeah. you come up with. So I reckon some of those things you probably shouldn't do, but they're forgivable. All right. But I've encountered something unforgivable on a plane coming back from Alice Springs on Sunday night. What happened? Ooh. Now I was onto my fourth flight in less <laughs> yeah, than seventy-two hours. I went from airports. Melbourne to Adelaide, Adelaide to Brisbane. Brisbane to Alice Springs, and it is now seven o'clock Sunday night. I've done, business this whole time? No, I was in about cool. I was in about row twenty. And I was against the window, so I was locked in in yeah. row twenty. That's tough for a big man. Fifteen minutes into the flight, I smell <laughs> one of the worst <laughs> farts of all time. Right? <laughs> I looked around me, and a few people were sort of reacting <laughs> to it, and I thought, all right. I'll let it go. It's once. You can do that once, but on a plane, you've probably got to think about not doing it again, <laughs> right? When you know that it's as bad as it is, you know when it's bad, don't you? Did you know this person? No. Well, then I thought, okay, I'll let it go. Five minutes later, off it went again, oh. okay? I thought, right. And who, it definitely wasn't the same one? It, it was the same one, mate. This was an unmistakable. No, but not, but it was, so it was a new fart. No, it, it was the it? same same, same guy, it was different fart, different fart. It was definitely so coming from the same person, second one, okay? So I thought, is it the guy next to me? It was really close. I knew it was in close proximity because I was getting the full brunt of it. I thought, it's not the guy next to me. He's sound asleep, right? I thought he, he couldn't be in his sleep, surely. Mm. So I turned my attention to the guy directly in front of me and I thought, I'm going to watch you like a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> sure enough. <laughs> Five minutes later, I saw his head bob up about an inch, <laughs> right, like that. He was lifting up off the seat, right? <laughs> and sure enough, a split second after his head bobbed up, I got the full brunt of it again, right? This went on. So, so he was not even trying to hide it? No, he, he wasn't. The leg. This went on for the whole flight. <laughs> By halfway through the flight, I was audibly 
letting him know that I wasn't happy. <laughs> Did you address it with him? Did you say something? I, I was. That's I, tough because you can't with unless you have hundred percent proof that it's him. No, how do you do it? well, that was the thing in the back of my mind. I'm thinking it couldn't be this obvious. It surely it's not him. But I was saying, come on, mate, that's not acceptable. <laughs> he kept doing it the whole flight. My burning question is. <laughs> That is not acceptable on a plane, Sean. <laughs> not over and over again. If you, if, you, if you let one out, fair enough. The old but one. I, I remember going to Adelaide once on a for a game yeah. and I remember Matty Boyd, who was a three-hour <laughs> game player at the Bulldogs, his very first game, yeah. very first, um, first time game. in a state and I was sitting next to him and I, 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 I farted, <laughs> let one go, and I could see him and I just tried to pretend like it wasn't me and he was like getting really uncomfortable like this and – and he up and he goes, "Is that you?" And I went, "Yep." And he goes, "Geez, that's bad." <laughs> <laughs> but he was so polite because it was his first See, game. He bet, didn't say anything. But I bet you didn't do it again. No, I didn't no, do it again. Didn't you, you do had it? a good laugh. Didn't you do it on the whilst live on the footy show not a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, that was an accident. <laughs> but that's all right. Once is all right. But this bloke, yeah, that is probably horrific. went thirty or do forty times. Do you ever get worried times. that people would be might be looking and then thinking it's you? Yeah, I thought. Yeah, that's the first thing. That's why having so a kid next to you is the best. When we played one of those, kid. when we played one of those island tours, right? So yeah. we, we we had to go to the island prime minister's house. So yeah. um, like Kirribilli here, and there's a massive uh, reception dining room, and we all in a big circle. Every yeah. player, every official. So you had, um, I think Gary Lyon was there at that point. All the commission, yeah. um, the, the, the great late Jim Steins was yeah. alive at this point over the other side. And was it Bertie Ahern? Was it Bertie Ahern? Um, I can't remember her name, Mary McElroy or something like that. Anyway, I've tried to just ease one out. <laughs> and she's going around shaking everybody's hand. So she had a guy this side, a guy that side. And like, like the Queen, she's going around shaking. She's over the other yeah, side. Right? And I just tried to ease one out, but it was just one of those ones that <laughs> came out a bit louder than what I thought. <laughs> and because it was a big, like, ballroom, it echoed. Oh, and you should see all the boys just laughing their tits off. And uh, over the other side, I could see Big Jim and I think Andrew Demetrio just staring. They didn't know who, who'd done it. But Diplomacy's never been your strong yeah. point, has it? <laughs> Uh, it took a little while for him to start clicking, Richo, but Jack Lynch and Jack Rewalt. Jack Lynch. <laughs> oh, Tom Lynch. <laughs> oh, bit of beef jerky. <laughs> the two Jacks. <laughs> Tom Lynch and Jack Rewalt. They're starting to hum. They are absolutely clicking beautifully, and it's good to see. Well, they've played five games together, hum, and I think they've won four of them, Richmond. And last week was the first time you thought, gee, this is yeah. going to be a powerful Lynch looks a lot fitter than what he did at the start of the year. He looks a lot trimmer and like the the, the veins yeah. popping out of his arms. That wasn't there in round one. And, you know, I think it's the strength in his legs, Brownie. Yep. I just think as he's played on this, it's amazing that he's played every game considering he actually didn't do any of the preseason with the group. Mm. So he's starting to click. But it just got me thinking over the last 25 years – who your top three combos are, you know, your twin towers in attack. Who are yours? Well, I'm going to start with um, there, there was no better side than Hawthorne in the oh. 80s and oh. Dunstall out of the goal square, Brereton at centre-half forward. Brereton yeah. didn't kick as many goals, obviously, but they were not – they weren't – Twin towers because they're probably only six two Dur- each, weren't yeah, they? Dermy's not that tall, yeah. Um, but they Jason. were they were they were lethal. You know why they were so good? Because they played a lot of games at Waverley, and mm. 
the space that you could get in the forward line out there. Yeah. There was no numbers back then either. Did um, they both play deep or Dermy played? No, Dermy played up the ground. Yeah. At the Bombers, yeah. I thought the combination of Lloyd and Lucas was oh, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Twin Towers, obviously Lloyd, I think he's kicked the most goals ever at the Bombers, 926. Yeah. Lucas was a very, very good player as well. And then I was, I was trying to split. I was thinking Ablett and Brownless because yeah. when Geelong were flying, they were yeah. good. But that period where – Carey and McKernan were dominating. That was twin oh, tower type yeah, stuff. Yeah. They also had John Longmire in there as well, rolling through. But well, um, 1996, was it 96? Corey won the brown line. Yep. Just that. They, yeah. they were. But there's been some great combinations. Our, yeah. our 2005, me and him were pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but to be t- if you didn't break your leg, yeah, you never know, Nader. You, you never, never know. know. Uh, I went, I went a little bit more contemporary, a little bit more modern oh. with a couple. You're right, Lucas and. Um, and Lloyd were unbelievable. I'll tell you one that's underrated. They didn't make my top three, but for three years, the G Train and ja- and Nick yeah. Rewalt. Sorry, you got Jack in my head now. <laughs> kicked a hundred. Yeah, G Train in, in two thousand and four. The G Train kicked one hundred and three, and Rui kicked sixty seven. That's one hundred and seventy yeah. between them. But I've gone with uh, a couple of years there, Buddy Franklin yeah. and Jared Ruffin. Ruff. Yep. I mean, you're a Hawthorne man. It was. I'm surprised that has not come yeah. up in yours. Buddy kicked a hundred one year, and and Ruffy kicked seventy. So that was one. If you win three premierships and you got Brown and Lynch in your forward line, that, yeah. they didn't get beaten very and often. And Bradshaw. And Bradshaw rolling through there. Bradshaw didn't play in all of them flags. But one that doesn't really get talked about much, you talked about Carey and McKernan. Carey and Longmire, between 1990 Oops. and 1995, they kicked 768 goals between them. Longmire kicked 464 of them. I reckon he's underrated, John yeah. Longmire. So, yeah, there's a couple. And started at fullback. Yeah, he did. So mm. there's a couple of combos. You just think Let's hope uh, the two Jacks, yeah. as you call them, <laughs> let's hope they can get there. A recent addition to the podcast, one that we don't mind, the stat game. Now, last week we, our theme was animal lifespans. We've decided that perhaps we need to go back to footy. I think we'll stick to footy. <laughs> really? <don't> <laughs> I didn't mind that out I've, of the I've box. Gone, This is a theme yep. to this week. Now, the theme... Is players or coaches from the 1996 All Australian team, which of course was your first. Right, jeez, it's hard to remember back the, there. Uh, entry into what was your first year, mate? 95. Uh, no, 97. 97, were you? Yeah. Huh. So what are we doing again? I saw this is the stat game. Remember yep. this? Is how I asked a stat about a player. <laughs> yeah. All, right. All right. So and now the theme is that it's people from this night, the 80s, 1996 All Australian, <laughs> All Australian team. Sorry, it wasn't very good. <laughs> All right, first up, from the back pocket, Nathan Burke. Yeah. Disposals. That year. Yep. No, the disposals his whole career. Over his whole career, okay. I'll say that he had 7,100 disposals. I'll say he had 8,000. Richo, incredibly close, 6,943. Good effort. That's Hold one. On. What are we, what's one. the first to what? First to three. Right. We're so, going through the whole team, are we? No, no, no. no. It's okay. first to three. I like this, hum. You've done a bit of research. Uh, Gary Hocking. Disposals. Freeze against. Freeze against. His career. Freeze against. You go first this time. Um, 410. Ooh. I'll say. I'll say 350. 611. Jeez, that's he over two a game. He averaged two and a half a so game. Nato's got that one. There we go. One all. Right Glenn Archer. Bounces. How many bounces did he have in his career? I've got a little You'll first. say he had 210. Ooh. 210. That's a lot. <laughs> it's not in one say game. 45. 
Okay, well, here's a little fun fact. He did not have a single bounce of the footy until his eighth season of footy. Rubbish. No. But unless they weren't counting. I remember oh, him mate. coming out of the back line. Maybe they bouncing. weren't counting bounces back. No, before, <laughs> no. ni- before 1999, they wouldn't have counted them. So that's his first eight years. Yeah. That's so there you true. go. So what what happened in uh, The answer is 120. Well, champion data started oh, in 99. No. So what was it? What did you, 120. So you're what right. You, what did you say? I said 250. Yeah, well, I'm right. Yeah, you're right. Mm. So, ah, so it wasn't. I, I did that, think it was strange. Mate, you've got to have stats. The, the complicated stats only started after 99. Mm. Kicks, marks and handballs oh, before then. And yeah. change the game to suit. No, I'm yeah. not, mate. But, <laughs> I would have, but I would have been right. You're I would behind, have been closer. Just deal with it. I would have been closer. Yeah, you would have been much closer. You yeah, would have exactly. Been bang on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Shane Crawford. Yeah. He was in the midfield in the 1996 All-Australian. How many tackles did he have in his career? Okay. I'll say he had 900 tackles. I'll say he had 1,500 tackles. What are you smoking? 860. Yes. You bet Richo has been bang on this week. Well, he played through so, a game, so, so, so he's only so said, two and a half tackles a I game. I said two and a half a so game. A lot less tackling We've got a, a tiebreaker situation here. Croft was a, a offensive runner, though. He wasn't mm. chasing a lot. This is the tiebreaker. Righto. Rodney Eade, who was the coach of the 1996 All-Australian side. Yeah. How many drawn matches did he have as a coach? Here you go. Four. Ooh. Five. Richo, he's bang on with five. Yes. Well, why make noises, mate? You're giving it away. <laughs> oh, did I? Oh, no, I was making noises each time. So he Richo was either going to go three or five because of the <laughs> noise you made. Bad luck, mate. Hold on, Matthew. <laughs> you are garbage at this. <laughs> The Trumpet Award, the coveted Trumpet Award. AFL still. I can't get it right, Kenny. (laughs) Are you going to learn to speak in England? Hummus off to the ashes, by the way. I am. This is my last show, Brandy. Good. And I'm off. Who have you got to fill in? I probably don't need anyone, do we? No. I think you might. A podcast is tough for three people. Anyway, worst on, AFL still leading on 26. They got that to an unassailable lead. Will anyone mow them down? Well, the only one that can is the Count Christo on 18. There's a few others. Our Lockie Neal still leads the best on. Does he? Yep. Still. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna, I don't think the recording. Best on first? Yeah. Hey? Best on. Yeah, go right. best on. I'm writing this down. I gave one to Jared Lyons. If you have over 20 contested possessions and 13 mm, clearances, nice. you're going pretty well. Uh, he's been recruiter of the year, I reckon. I gave two, and this is a first. I've given the AFL two votes for best on. You know why? Because there was a big mistake in that game in Brisbane. Clearly, Scott Thompson took a mark. It wasn't a push in the back to the big fella, McInerney. Yep. And you know what they did? They came out immediately the next morning and said they got the decision wrong. They should do that more often because it exactly. puts it to bed. Everyone's yep. wrapped. So two votes to the AFL, probably Steve Hocking who made that decision. So good stuff there from Steve. And Friday night, Zach Merritt turned that game on its head after half time at the Adelaide Oval. Yep. I don't think I've seen him play a better game. Kicked two goals. His gut running was incredible. Ready? Uh, I gave one vote to Bailey Fritch. They played. Oh, they, good, they lost the game, but yeah. 22 disposals. He kicked four goals. I think they found someone to play forward. Jeremy Cameron was terrific. I just thought that he continues to get better and better. And uh, Zach Merritt, I was live at that well, game Friday night. He was he, good, wasn't he? His second half, yeah. he destroyed Adelaide and his cleanness. He kicked goals. He was clearly the best player on the ground. He Ooh, was. Zach Merritt then comes into the best on votes now. He? He's third. There you go. Uh, Spicy ones. I uh, wonder, Reece Stanley. Geelong yeah. is struggling a bit and 
they've been towed up around the uh, the ruck contest <clears throat> over the last month or so. Reese was going really well he before was. that, but just not having the best period at the moment. I had to give two to Scotty Thompson. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if that happens to you, you haven't had a good weekend, have you? <laughs> <laughs> Old ruptured testicle. It's not ideal. I thought Are he. You know what he did well when he. I'm surprised you never had it. No, why? Don't – no, let's just stop now. Um, you're an idiot, Nathan. Now, <laughs> I've had to give two to Scotty Thompson. If that happens to you, you haven't had a good week. You've had a bad you? week. Yep. And the ruptured testicle. But what I liked about a it good. the most was he got in front of a press conference and he was talking so sensibly about it. <laughs> I would have been laughing because it's pretty funny. And three to Collingwood. I mean, after the West Coast game, I thought they'd found their mojo again, but – the Giants, who were in poor form, absolutely mm. towed them up. I gave one vote to Adelaide. I thought their second halves in recent weeks, the one against Port Adelaide, the one against Geelong, and now again the Bombers absolutely smashed them. I don't know where they're at at the moment. I gave two votes to Gary Rowan, one of my favourite players, Gary Rowan. He's a first-quarter specialist, but he is in a patch of form which might see him back in the twos. Is he one of your favourites? I like the way yeah. he leads out. I, yeah, I think he added a new dimension. Um, and and three votes, uh, you gave a vote to him. But Reece Stanley, he was absolutely torn a new one by big boy Backavoy. Mm. Gee, big boy's underrated, yeah. Backavoy. So Zach Merritt comes into the best Dons. He's now third on nine votes. The worst, worst Dons stay the same. Uh, with fixturing and stuff these days, it is quite rare that you get real excited for a Friday night this at the time G, of year, just where yeah. you just sit down. Normally this time of year you get some crummy games. You get some This is down. one on Friday night where you can't wait to get home. You guys will be working. But for us commoners, get home on the couch, get order the pizza, a couple of uh, glasses of Hugo. Collingwood Richmond is going to be an absolute. The Grenache or the, the, Grenache Shiraz. Or the Shiraz? I'm going to go the Grenache. Yeah. Mm. If I had the Shiraz last night, we had a family dinner. I had the Shiraz. It's beautiful it's with, yeah. a, with a big hearty lamb. Yeah. But, yeah, if I'm just sipping on the couch, the Grenache for me. Collingwood, Richmond. When do you see yeah. this one coming? A lot of cash coming for the pies. Is there? Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Richmond are flying at the moment. Only, I think, they've got a few injuries still, but Alex Rance is the major one out of that side. The only, no, really, the only player out now is, is Nan Curvis. Yeah. And yeah. he'll come back. He'll yeah. come back. I think Richmond should win this game. If you're going to have a same-game multi, put Adam Trelaw in because Richmond yep. don't really tag through the midfield. 12 <laughs> of the last 13 games, he's had 30 or more disposals. Jeez. He's just a ball machine. So $1.30, you'd roll that into all your multis. Richmond are $1.54. I don't mind that. And Basher Hawley, if you're going to look at the 30-plus disposals, the MCG this year he he plays on. dominated he, he yeah. plays from on. halfback. He so out, gets a... take Basher Hawley. I think he's about 2 bucks 30 to get 30 yeah. or more disposals. He's 200th game, Basher Hawley. Big Basher. Yeah. 30 touches. Yeah. Because you can get free dis- – if, if you've got kick-out duties – just walk it off over the line yeah. at your disposal. Mm. Yeah, I'd do it. Yeah, this is going to be closer than people say, and, I, and your odds uh, suggest that Richmond are clear favourites. I, I wouldn't say they're clear favourites. Collingwood have had the wood over them the last two times. They've got a style of play against Richmond where they take a heap of uncontested marks and they they keep the ball off yeah. Richmond, which is what you have to do, and they keep the ball out of dispute, which Richmond love if it's flying around everywhere. So I think it'll be closer, but I think Richmond should win. That forward line's starting to fire. When you've got Dusty down there playing deep with Jack and Lynch and then the little guys buzzing around them, Stack and, and Rioli, gee, it's a dangerous forward line. So I think they can get the job done. The only thing you would be worried about is I don't think Nan Curvis comes in. He's only had a half in the twos. Soldo and Shoal v Grundy. That that would be a concern if you were looking at matchups. So, I think Richmond win just, but I think it's closer than what people are suggesting. 
Second game we're going to look at is a game that if at the start of the year or even a few weeks ago you looked at it and thought this would be an absolute fizzer, but it now has massive consequences for the top eight. Carlton are going along all right at the moment. Adelaide, awful. Two bucks, 54. You're getting for the Blues at the moment. Adelaide it's, aren't going that well. It's, at, it's at, in Melbourne, isn't yep. it? Yeah. Play at the MCG. Carlton, I think, um, they're really good value. I mean, I, you might be able to bring up the line there, Hum, but I think Carlton will go close to winning this 11 game. 11 and a half I'm points. I'm tipping Carlton are going to win. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I like the double of Carlton into Sydney. Sydney playing at home against Geelong. They're both 250. You're going to get five bucks. I just think, I just think Adelaide are just so one-paced at the moment. The, the, speed, slow. the speed that Essendon used on the outside, if, mm. if this is a reasonable day at the G and Carlton can get rolling a little bit, I think uh, I think they can definitely beat them. I think would, you, would you drop Tex? No, I don't think so. No. Who, I mean, who comes in? Mm. Who's going to do better? True. If Tex is still – He did hyperextend his elbow oh, back I, the wrong way. People miss a lot with Tex. Since round five, he's in the top five in the competition for score involvements. I mean, he's not – going as badly as people like to think he is. No movie line this week, so we're going to finish. What's happened, mate? Been busy. I've been pretty busy. And, yeah. and, uh, With what? You can't manufacture creativity. Yeah. So it's just when one comes to you, that's when you go. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's like an author. Does, right. it just, does it come to you when you sleep and do you get up and write it down or – it just comes to me in weird ways, Matt. Does it? Yeah, when he's sitting in a bathtub. Right. And a, well, let's right. ask uh, the, the pick the mind of well, this Well, we love this segment. Pick so the mind of Richard. I've got a couple this week. Oh, well, well done. Can we we'll be sensible sometimes? Of course we can. Yeah, these are sensible. Right, I'll go Most of mine are sensible. It's a really sensible right. one. Would you rather give up all your money or go to jail for a year? Oh, that's a good one. Mm. So you uh, get a choice. No, I'll go to jail for a year. <laughs> 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 Wouldn't they like you in there, big boy? <laughs> if you, if every time you drank, actually, a beer, I don't know if I would. It's not good in there. It's just a, no, it'd be horrible. Long way to make all your money back, oh, though. Oh, gee, I don't think I'd ever make it back. If every time you drank a beer, a yeah. koala died, would you ever drink a beer again? Oh, gee, that's a real, <laughs> a real downer. Isn't it? It's, no, I like koalas. I'd, I'd give up. You'd I'd give just up drink beer. wine instead. <laughs> All right, Duck, uh, I think a few years ago said that Cameron could be a better player than him. He is yeah. starting to show that um, he is good, but is he ever going to reach his full potential? I think Jeremy will reach his full potential, but was Duck saying that he'd be better than he was? I think Duck was trying to get people to say that. No, oh, he no, won't. He, oh, no, he won't. No, Duck, he'll never. You were the greatest. Duck. He'll never be as good as Wayne Carey, mm. but he'll be very good. Do you think he'll be better than you? Yeah, I reckon, yes, he would be. Yeah. Oh, I think you're lying. If you're on death row, yes. What would your entree, main, and dessert be? Because you know how they get they get a last meal. Um, mm. I think entree, I'd have some seafood. Mm. It's not a oysters. combination of some mussels and oysters and perhaps yep, some prawns. Good. Okay, good answer. And then I think I'd am a meat eater. Unlike you said, I was a vegetarian because <laughs> I live in the tofu belt. I'm not a vegetarian. I, I like my meat. I'd have a nice. Uh, I'd have a nice ribeye on the bone. Yep. Okay. With some peppercorn. A little bit of little bit of peppercorn, but some nice mustard as well. Mm. Yep. Some horseradish. Some Jeffrey. With some (laughs) some Jeffrey Dujon. Some greens (laughs) and maybe some little scallop potatoes in there. And dessert. The Neil Perry scallop potatoes. uh, The potato gratin. Oh yeah. Very nice. Yes. Yeah. Something along those lines. Mm. And for dessert, I'd request my mum's uh, pavlova with passion fruit. Passion fruit on top. Did you put another A in Pavlova? 
Pavlova. Uh, is this Pavlova? Pav- Pavlova. Well, that's how you say it. You say it in that. That's how you say it. Pavlova. That's how you say it in tennis. Pavlova. Just remember you're from Bendigo, Nathan. Your grasp of the language isn't as good as you think Yeah, you're still looking in pretty good, Nick. How long do you reckon it would take you to get match fit? Matt, back to what? AFL standard. What now? Yep. Tra- training. What as far as aerobic fitness, strength, the whole lot. So to have no, you ready to play football, how long would it take? I couldn't get back to the strength ever. I don't think. But aerobic fitness wise, two or three months. Mm. Hard mm. running. What's the one dish that you cook better than anyone in the world? Anyone in the world. Yep. Probably my bolognese. I'd say it's got a. F- Little bit of secret sort of Does style it? in it. You share? Bit of curry, little curry, bit of powder. Oh, bit of curry powder. Bit of, bit of king. Oh, I love curry powder. Bit of curry powder in your bolognese. Oh, Ooh, nice one. Okay, on the back of the question about you getting fit, yeah. do you think if you got fit, <laughs> you would be able to get a kick? Oh, one kick. No, not one kick, but to have an influence. I Maybe think, not to the height I think of what I got, used to be. I think, but as I, I think in the back of your mind, you think you can still play. Okay. Well, as I said, I would never get the strength back. But if I got my aerobic base back, which would be about a 1330 botanical gardens, which I think I could get to. Yeah. Because you can get your tank back. You can't get your strength back. botanical gardens? 13 minutes, 30 time. Oh, 13. I did 15, I, 15. If I went and stood on the wing for 15 minutes I'd get a couple of touches. Oh. Right. See, I've always asked this. This is a good question. If I was to go if I was just to go and play one game of AFL for you wouldn't right get a now, kick. would I you get a single kick? You would not get not one, one kick. Not no. one disposal, really? No. <laughs> no. I don't think so. Okay. I reckon I would. When travelling overseas, mm. when was the last year that you flew economy? Um last year. No. I did Bali economy. That no, doesn't, doesn't count. count. Long, long haul. Long haul. What, yep. were you on the Bogan missile? Jet no, Star? I went to America uh, three or four years ago. Economy. Mm. Yeah. But mm. when you work in the media and you travel every week and you get a lot of points, so why not use them to upgrade? Okay. No, no. Don't try and make out I try and – I don't buy business class, Nathan. I no. use my points. Outside of the you, – you, you Don't try and make <laughs> out I'm something I'm not. That'll do, boss. <laughs> He's had enough. Oh, He's had enough. That will do us, as always, gamble responsibly. <laughs>